here's a message from Ken Lavica. History upon history upon history yesterday. What up, Jimmy? Love you. So we're making history today here on Ken Lavica Live. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. What in the hell happened yesterday? I, I. That was one of the wildest, most enjoyable, most insane days. Sports-wise, I can remember. Like, just across the board. Because it all started with the fact that, Jets fans, you are in for one colossal disappointment. If that doesn't warm your heart, I don't know what does. I mean, I can't wait for this thing to crash and burn with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback of the Jets. It feels, oh, I can see it coming. And it feels good. But then... But then, the greatest playoff performance in Heat history, one of the greatest playoff performances in NBA history, courtesy of the man himself, Jimmy Butler. I didn't sleep last night. (laughs) I did not sleep last night. I basically, I feel like I'm on some sort of bender right now, but... The, the most positive, uh, least negative influence, mind-bending bender that you could possibly be on. The whole thing rules. I don't even know how we start this because there's so much to sift through, so much to pick through. Yesterday, a historic day for a multitude of reasons, so we're going to do something for a first time here on Ken Levick Alive. I decided, hey, I can't let everybody else make history. We're making history today here on Ken LeVica Live. And we welcome you to Ken LeVica Live on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers right off of the hot and muggy Intracoastal. Stone Banowitz, Friday Night Lights Radio Life Partner runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 is regular Tuesday spot and we are graced by the presence of the pride of John I. Leonard High School we brought him in because we thought we were doing two hours of draft stuff, and so now he's like, what have I gotten myself into? He of the Indianapolis Colts went to a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning and company. He of the Washington Redskins got his bag, led the NFL in receptions in 2013. He of the San Francisco 49ers, he's our wide receiver. It's Pierre Garcon. Thank Good you. to have you back, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Always great to be here. Uh, so so we, are, we have so, so, so much to get to, so much to get to that I didn't quite know, Theo how to actually organize it. I'm not the most organized person as it is. Nope, nope, stones, stones all discombobulated. Do we do, uh-oh, uh-oh, do we have problems with Theo's mic? Did we just kick Theo Am off the show? Uh-oh. Am I silenced? Oh, no. <laughs> We've silenced. The th- Pierre silence. goes in. Pierre comes in. Pierre comes in, and, and Theo gets knocked, knocked off the air. Can we try... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Can we try that, Mike Stone? Can we try? Let's let's see if we can put Theo on this uh, on this mic. Did we just completely unplug stuff? 
I know we were tooling around in here with stuff. Test, test, there test. There we go. For now, I'm we're going to have Theo yeah. on okay. that. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so so uh, this is what I'm saying because we're not equipped. We're not equipped here on this show to have 97 topics and have me organize it. We can't even get our mic situation set up properly here if we have more than three people in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. So, so Theo, uh, I, you know that I'm unorganized, so I felt like we needed to do something a little different today. It, on a day that feels so different, absent from the norm, yes, it's time to, to switch it up. And I don't know what you have up your sleeve, but I'm just excited to talk, uh, talk Jimmy Butler. Whatever way we can get to talking Jimmy Butler, I'm game. Um, Pierre, yes. growing up, growing up, what is your, or what was, it may be a game show that stood out to you. If you're thinking game shows, what's one that immediately comes to mind? Will of Fortune. There you go. I think that's everybody's, that's, I think that's literally everybody's first go-to is that Wheel of Fortune, because chances are you watched it with a grandmother, you yeah. watched it with an aunt, uh, and so uh, Pierre and I, very similar wavelengths here. Theo, I think you'd probably be the same way. Hey, yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, a family feud, honestly, if or I were to name feud. one. But or yeah, but I can go Wheel of Fortune. Just but I'm, for I'm, I'm glad I asked continuity. Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I asked Pierre first then. Um, but what we're going to do today is we are debuting for the first time on Ken LaVica Live, we are debuting the Wheel of Topics here on ESPN 106.3. And so, so we can cover everything, Stone, why don't we get right to it? Why don't we give a spin to the Wheel of Topics? Wheel, Wheel of, of Topics. topics. <laughs> and we are going to start with Jimmy Butler Appreciation Day. Stone, I think you know what I want you to play right now. Play the man's music. Jimmy Butler, last night, 56 points. An all-time heat record. 22 points in the first quarter. 20 of those consecutively in the first quarter. The Heat erase a double-digit deficit in the fourth quarter, outscore the one-seed best record in the NBA Bucks by 16. Jimmy Butler is an all-timer. Jimmy Butler is one of the greatest playoff performers that we have ever seen in NBA history. And Theo, guess who was there in the flesh to see it before his very eyes last night? <laughs> was it Alonzo Mourning? Was it Dwayne Wade? Was it Maybe the so. Heat Greats? Maybe so. Or was it the one and only Stone Labanowitz? It was Stone Labanowitz himself last night. Stone, you saw history it. last night. You saw history, 56 points, all-time performance. How have you come down from this? So, so you mentioned Bender. I, I, I can relate to Bender. But when I think back of last night watching that game, it seemed like every single shot Jimmy Butler took went in. Like there wasn't a shot that he missed, and I think that's what was special. Thinking back on it, it's like, yo, I don't think Jimmy Butler missed last night. And for that, I'll remember it. Like, for that, I will remember it also. In intoxicated a little bit, so it raised the What were, uh, what were we experience. drinking last night? What were we drinking last night? <laughs> do you really want to know? I do want to know. That's why I asked you. Jägermeisters. No, it was Delta. <laughs> Jäger! <laughs> Irish so, car bombs! So yeah. three or four double Hennessy's and Coke. Woo! Uh, I, 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 I was like, oh, I didn't think you had that in him. I was with somebody that I, I, I typically don't hang out with, and, and, and that's we, my... We know. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, we're fully aware now. Yeah. And that was the... The drink that that gets me the the 
most buzzed fastest. I was like, all right, get, oh give me a, just get to the point. Coach, just get to the point. We, we got, I got, I got Damn. a game to watch. You know how insane that is to be sitting at a basketball arena drinking Hennessy's and Coke? <laughs> and on a Monday night. On a Monday night. <laughs> on a Monday night. You're sick. I wasn't, <laughs> You're sick. I wasn't driving. I took the bright line and I had three or four doubles. Man, Double so, so yeah, I, responsible. I, I, I've never seen Pierre. I've never seen Pierre uh, have more respect for Stone than that. Like, and they they share a football brotherhood. But <laughs> that's, Pierre, that's what it is. Yeah, that's that's, what it is. that's right. So now Pierre's like, wow, Stone actually is legit. Um, if that, we did a survey of who had four double henny cokes out there, just put it out there in the office. How many would go back Stone? I think it would be well, a, a sizable number. Let's well here here let's just in this room out of the right four now. Of us. There's there's myself, Ken Levicka. There's Stone Lebanowitz. There's Theo Dorsey. There's Pierre Garcon. If you were to do a poll of who went to the Heat game last night <laughs> and had three to four double hennies, uh, I guarantee you, I'm not. I'm yeah. not getting You're a single vote. Yeah, I'm off the list. Maybe I'd make a case for Stone, but it would be lesser than Pierre yeah. and Theo. Yeah, yeah. I think we would get a lot of votes, Pierre. That's cool. <laughs> I, think, That's cool. I, think Stone, you know? I thought Stone was a gin and tonic type of guy. He definitely looks like He dresses like, like one. He dresses like a gin and tonic wow. guy. There's no doubt about it. Wow. He's got the three-quarter zebra uh, uh, pullover here today. Um, but I, I hope that people fully appreciate and you especially, Stone, I hope people fully appreciate, whether you watched it at home or you were at Kaseya Center last night, I hope you appreciate just how incredible it was what Jimmy Butler did last night. You realize how special he is. You understand how fortunate you should be as either a Heat fan or a basketball fan to be able to witness Jimmy Butler come playoff time. Because this ain't his first rodeo. It's his first 56-point postseason rodeo, but I surely remember 47 points in Game 6 Eastern Conference Finals elimination Mm -hmm. game last year. I remember him hunched over a sponsorship board, 35 points elimination game, Game 5 NBA Finals in the bubble. This man shows up. This man is a a, a top-flight elite NBA player. This is a guy who I would take over any other player in the league when it comes to playoff basketball. I heard Jay Will talking about it today here on ESPN 106.3 earlier this morning saying Jimmy Butler is the best two-guard in the NBA. And you know what? He's right. Jimmy mm. Butler is the best two-guard in the NBA. And when the calendar turns to postseason time, there is no disputing it. I hope everybody fully understands how historic, how special last night is, and we may never see a Heat player do again what Jimmy Butler, A, did last night and what he's done collectively in four years in a Heat uniform. I like that selectiveness with it because I never look at Jimmy Butler for a while. I mean, I know when he started his career, it was more looked at as a two. I always looked at him as more of a three. But if you you made him a a two guard, if you say he's a shooting guard, it's hard to argue against. It's hard to argue. Booker, like, who are you putting up there? And think about it. He does it without a consistent three-point shot, which is unheard of in the NBA. Tough. If you're going to consider him a two, and this is a guy that doesn't hit any threes until the postseason starts. Yeah, he just flips the switch. Yeah, it's it's truly incredible what type of player he is. Don't just take it from me, though. Don't just take it from me. This is Charles Barkley, Pierre. This is Charles Barkley last night inside the NBA on TNT. This is a man who's seen some things, both as a player and as a TV personality. Listen to this, and it's not hyperbolic at all, I don't think. This is Charles Barkley on Jimmy Butler's performance. 
The best performance I ever seen in the playoffs was tonight. LeBron scored 29 out of 30 at Detroit. We were actually at that game, including 25 straight. 25 straight and 29 out of 30. That was the best game I've seen in the playoff personally until tonight. That was the best performance I've seen since I've been on television. Uh, I mean, it was flat out incredible. It was an honor and privilege to watch it. But man, that guy was not going to let them lose tonight. Think about that. I mean, the, the trademark LeBron playoff performance before game six of the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals when LeBron went off against the Celtics to save that big three era was him going off against the Pistons. It was the coming out party for LeBron in the postseason, and Charles Barkley just equated what Jimmy did last night in a first-round playoff series, what he saw with his very eyes, to that LeBron Detroit performance. How big time is that? I mean, it doesn't get any bigger. Does it get any bigger, especially when you're invoking the name of a, a Heat great like LeBron James? Yep. Does it get? I don't think it gets any bigger for you. I don't. Can I mean name another performance that you can? Other than the LeBron James in the Heat uniform game six against the Celtics, it's not really many other playoff performances that match up. No, no, not at all. Not at 56 points. It's the fourth best performance scoring-wise in NBA playoff history. It is incredible what he did. And I would argue, I would argue that it's more impressive than maybe any other playoff performance. Jordan 63 against the Celtics or or Charles Barkley's 56, which came in an NBA Finals um, because of what Jimmy Butler's playing with. I mean, Pierre, on this, this Heat roster last night that saw action, seven undrafted players on the floor at any given time for the Heat last night. Like, think about that. That just shows that Jimmy, you know, he's yeah. an old-school shooting guard, a two-point, two-guard, like right. I said. I, I like the way he plays, too. He plays hard. He plays with energy and, and brings the effort. Will to compete. That's mm-hmm. what Jimmy he Butler up, is. Like you say. And that's why it's so impressive. Bam Adebayo, and it's clear, and I don't want to focus on the negatives right now. We can do that tomorrow leading up to uh, Game 5. <laughs> but the Heat have a Bam Adebayo problem. Yeah. Um, the you can't just have Bam out of by oh well he plays defense no you need him to score that's a difficult front line to be going up against though for but an this is against anybody pick. this is against anybody that's the problem I know I know but this is the wrong thing to be trying to fix that against that's a great point that's like but if if Bam had any sort of conviction I'd feel better if he failed well uh, trying to make a post move with conviction then I'd say all right well but it's the hesitation yeah. it's the unwillingness to be aggressive to the rim and that's where the problem lies. Thank God, by the way, for Caleb Martin. I mean, this dude is a plus 30 in the postseason. He's on a three-year, $20 million contract. He's dirt cheap, and this dude is performing, despite the fact in the regular season he was one of the most frustrating players in a Heat uniform. Jimmy's doing all of this with with bare bones around him. They try hard, but there's just not a ton of talent that's sitting around him. Jimmy Butler, to me – there were so many different things to focus on last night. What was the thing that stood out to you most with the Jimmy Butler performance last night? To me, it's doing it while nobody gave him any support other than Caleb Martin. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It's our Jimmy Butler Appreciation Day here on Ken Levick Alive. Twitter open at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. I mean, Stone, you were there. What stood out to you most 
uh, in between sips of your uh, your double henny. Uh, what stood out to you most about what uh, what what Jimmy did last night? Him not being hesitant going after Giannis, like in a mm-hmm. game like that where his presence is felt, and on the defensive end, one hundred percent, he was guarding Giannis too, and he had a couple of you know, dribble drives where he went at Giannis's chest. And I think when you're surrounded by guys, like undrafted guys and, and guys like Gabe Vincent who have to fill the spot of a Vic Oladipo, of people who aren't in the lineup, like he went after Giannis and sent a message to not only his team, but everybody in the stands, everybody there, that this is my court. And you heard the explicit that he threw out there, like this is my bleep. This is my bleep. Like yeah. I, I'd run this. So, so for the tenacity is what stood out to me. Like just going after the biggest and, and, and scariest person on the court. 56 points, nine rebounds, Herculean effort, dragging the heat to the finish line to go up 3-1 as an eight seed over the one seed Bucks. By the way, Jimmy doing it against a full-strength Bucks team. This was not Sans Giannis. This was a triple-double Giannis that went to waste because Jimmy was playoff Jimmy last night. What stood out to you most about the Jimmy Butler performance? 888-760-3776. I mean, I think the iconic moment from last night, though, it comes with the Heat up one and Jimmy coming down the floor after another Heat stop, and it turned out it was a deep two, but the the shot that led to the this-is-my-bleep reaction from Jimmy Butler that sent that arena up for grabs. Kevin Harlan encapsulated it perfectly on TNT. Butler. One shot. I mean, how good is that? I mean, that place is just electric. And so I'm sorry. I know we talked about how special and unique Madison Square Garden is yesterday because Uh it's old and it has souls and ghosts, apparently. Um, But for my money, when that place gets going down there on Biscayne Bay, it's as loud as anywhere. I'm sorry. It is. When it gets going, it's as loud as Sacramento. It's as loud as Madison Square Garden. That place is a wall of sound. Hey, Stone Stone lived it last night, and sometimes it takes playoff basketball uh, where the stakes are super high to get that place going, but when it does get going, that place is an avalanche of sound. Yeah, in fear of sounding really corny, like I had the chills, and I think everybody in there was just I mean, ab- come on, Theo. Absorbing the moment. Like, okay. they, they were all taken. It was like Jimmy Butler reached inside all of us and just grabbed something and, and shook the entire arena. That's pretty hot. I, that sound, that's intense. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? You know what, though? The way I was feeling last night watching Jimmy, it did feel like he had reached inside me and was grabbing something. You know what? Yeah, you know what? I'm with you, Stone. I'm completely with you. He, he, had, a, he had a grip on something. Oh, I, he, I am. He, yeah. 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 Uh, my mic off again. Somebody. Yeah. <laughs> me, me talking about it, I feel like it's getting gripped again. Uh, what was the one thing in particular that struck you most about Jimmy's performance? Performance last night, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Kevin is in Lake Worth on Ken LaVica Live. Hey, Kev. How are we doing, fellas? Good, buddy. So the thing that sticks out to me is kind of going off your point of the quality of the teammates around Jimmy was the team that he went after. Yeah. And he did absolutely everything that he wanted to do against that team on both sides of the floor. Whatever he wanted. Not only, not only was he guarding Chris Middleton and took him out of the game, he was guarding Giannis when needed. And then coming on the other side of the floor, 
going up against Drew Holiday, yep. who was actually just voted the best defensive player by NBA players, Giannis, who's one of the best uh, defensive players in the league, and Brooke Lopez, who's one of the best defensive big men in the league, and he got buckets in the paint any time that he wanted. All right, with Caleb Martin being his second best player and Stone after four double hennies being his third best player. And he still was able to do whatever he wanted against a great defensive team. I, it, it's the greatest, like you guys talked about, the greatest key performance of all time. It, it, it really, truly is. And so, uh, or at least it's right up there. So I do think that we should spin the wheel again, Stone. Why don't we spin the wheel here? Again, completely random. Completely random. We're just taking topics uh, on our, our wheel of topics here. Let's go ahead and spin that again. Wheel, wheel of Topics. topics. Jimmy Butler, all-time heat, great. That's the category. What a coincidence. I mean, it's a good thing we landed on that because then we can just sort of continue this conversation. Uh, Last night, uh, I I tweeted Jimmy Butler, all-time heat. That was after the first quarter when he scored 22. Again, tied all-time heat record with Dwayne Wade, all-time heat, great. 20 straight points in that first quarter. Um, And... Then I started to get some some tweets, not necessarily pushback, but uh, hold on, let's pump the brakes a little bit because there are an awful lot of heat grades you can consider if you're talking about heat grades. Um, honestly, for me, when we're talking Jimmy Butler and we're talking all-time heat greats, I mean, at this point, he's already clinched getting his number retired, right? Oh, easy. I mean, I think he did that last year with his Game 6 Eastern Conference Finals performance. That yeah. was a done deal. I, 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 I feel like he's only been in a Heat uniform for four years. Crazy. Think that, about that. that. That's what makes it, you know, hard to give his number into the, but the Raptors already. think about it. Think about it. If we're talking. He hasn't won a championship yet? Uh, he has not, but he's been to an NBA Finals. He's come an inch away from going to another NBA Finals. So let's look at who are considered all-time Heat greats, like your Tim Hardaway's yeah. of the world, right? Your, did he play in an NBA Finals? With the, the answer to that question no. is no. Longevity. Um, Alonzo Mourning, he played in one NBA Finals, and he was at the tail end of his career. He won one. Just like he won one. Say he he absolutely one. won, he won one, one, but he also had the benefit of Dwayne Wade who came in. And I'm not saying Jimmy Butler is higher than Dwayne Wade on this list. Heat all-time great. But what I will say is in a discussion of LeBron and Wade, I think that Jimmy – has at least entered the neighborhood. He is there, and yeah, I think yeah, that he may have yeah, passed yeah. Zoe. And I know we love Zoe because yeah. of the longevity, and he helped create heat culture under Pat Riley. Yeah. But in terms of impact, when the games matter most, this is a guy who has been to an NBA Finals. Again, he's been an inch away from another NBA Finals. He is putting up postseason numbers unlike anything collectively we've seen from any other member of uh, this Heat franchise, including Dwayne Wade. I mean, he's top three or four. Maybe I'll give you so, but he's top three or four. That that's that sounds right. Yeah, it's the right. So we can agree on the Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The four yeah. is set in stone. But the question is, I I think Jimmy has passed Alonzo Mourning. I think he has too. I think he has. In terms What's of the post- impact on the court, yeah, yeah, for the few short years that he's been here. He, yeah, and you know what's crazy is like four years he's been here, and it seems like. He's been a heat lifer, right? Like nobody, nobody truly remembers the previous iterations of Jimmy, no. the, the Timberwolves, the Sixers, the Bulls. Like he's 
He's a Heat guy. Those were forgettable years. I mean, not that he didn't have a huge impact on the court. I mean, the, the Tibbs, Jimmy Butler that was playing 80 minutes a night and, yeah. and gritty, but he just wasn't really developed as a scorer yet. We'll never forget the Minnesota practice. Right. That right. was fun. Exactly. But oh. that's the most notable part yeah. of his Minnesota tenure, him and dragging dragging that sorry bunch of saps to the postseason. Yeah, and then he dragged the Sixers through yeah. the postseason series. The after closest series they've been they, getting out of a second round ever. Yeah, before the, they picked Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris mm-hmm. over him. So, yeah, like Jimmy Butler had a history, but – he came to Miami and made it huge. Is it just me, or does it feel like Jimmy is more heat, he's more ours than LeBron ever yeah. did? Yeah. I don't know well, what that yeah, is. Yeah, we, we knew we borrowed LeBron. Yeah, like that's the thing. It always felt like a <laughs> Jimmy rental. Jimmy wants right? to be appreciated as the man, the I one think and only. That's exactly what it is, And Pierre. he's performing like it. And I was trying to put my finger on it, but I think it's that. We always sort of knew deep down LeBron was going to be a rental. LeBron was going to be temporary. Whereas Jimmy's ours and has been ours and we go to bat for him railing on the front office why don't you put things around him why are you wasting the jimmy butler championship window because there's a feeling of possession when it comes to jimmy butler like i i honestly think i I don't know give me d wade and then give me jimmy i think that jimmy jimmy is a i I can't put lebron as an all-time great he because again he was a rental he was a four-year no. rental. I'm sorry. No. And Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler's number will be in the rafters yeah. someday. LeBron's? No. He couldn't even thank Heat fans. Then maybe that's part of it. He's dead to me, too. <laughs> I mean, LeBron is going to have his jersey in all the NBA stadiums. Like, just like the Heat have Michael Jordan. Yeah, just like the Heat have number 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron's worried about bigger things. <laughs> uh, where, does, where does Jimmy Butler rank? In terms of heat greats, I'd put him two behind D. Wade. Where does Jimmy Butler rank behind uh, uh, Jimmy Butler rank in terms of heat greats? I put him behind D. Wade. I'm getting a little pushback. A little pushback a from little. Theo. A little pushback. What's your? Where would you put Jimmy? What's the number? Because I, I put Jimmy two. Jimmy's three. It goes Wade, LeBron, Jimmy, and then Zoe. Okay. And I don't think it's much... To me, it's not much debate around that. Wade is number one. He's in the pole position because not not that he was greater in that four year run with LeBron, but he was he delivered Miami its first ever championship in 06 with that miraculous run four straight against the Mavericks. He was the reason why him giving the team over to LeBron in 2012 was what enabled them to finally him. Oh yeah, Wade's Wade's forever the all time great. Wade is not untouchable at the number one spot. LeBron number two. He delivered us two championships. Still, he was the best player on two championship teams, we don't get those titles without LeBron. Like, that has to count for something. That's yeah, two yeah. two titles. Uh, uh, we right. don't get yeah. those titles without LeBron James. But you don't, get those, cool. but you don't get, get those titles if LeBron doesn't have Wade and Bosh. And Chalmers, for that matter. I'll you throw assume, him in there. But I'll then LeBron went and did it without those dudes. He went and did it with some other dudes in another franchise. Then he did well, it with Kyrie some other Irving. dudes in Kyrie another Irving. franchise. Yeah, I mean, he had Kyrie Irving. I'm and just, he had Kevin Love. I'm just saying is in like... Jimmy Butler's putting up 56 with uh, with with a, a corpse of Gabe Vincent. Uh, is that guy going to show up at any point? Uh, Kayla Martin... Um, like, You're right. On. Give Jimmy the help that LeBron had, and Jimmy would. Hey, would Highsmith played significant minutes in key spots last night? But there's no way you actually think... Jimmy Butler in a Heat uniform was better than LeBron was in a Heat. No, but I think he's more significant, more impactful, and has made a bigger connection with the franchise than LeBron ever did. LeBron brought rings. 
Yeah, I was about to <laughs> you say brought, you brought a lot of money. I would argue D. No, no. Here's the. I would argue D. D. Wade delivered LeBron, which means D. Wade delivered rings. Which is why D. Wade has D. Wade the organized the whole thing. Which is why D. Wade is number one. Yeah. But LeBron's LeBron number two. I just, just until LeBron, for me, I'm petty. Until LeBron takes out a full page ad in the Palm Beach Post, <laughs> oh Miami God. Herald, Sun Sentinel, and actually thanks Heat fans for being the only ones to have his back in that four year span, allowing him to learn how to win championships. Dude's dead to me. Wade, Jimmy, where does Jimmy Butler rank in terms of all time Heat grades? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. Aaron tweets in. If it's about Heat culture, I'd still have Wade and Zoe ahead of Jimmy. Zoe is really the fabric of the Heat, both on the court and in the community. There's literally a morning high school in Miami. Well, that, if we're going to do that, yeah, I mean, don't you put yeah. Udonis Haslam? Yeah. Because Udonis Haslam, He's still on the team. he has yeah. more championships than Zoe does. <laughs> he, he might get one this year. Like, I, I <laughs> He's mean, just Zoe, him up. I mean, Zoe, yeah. Zoe, Zoe's won more championships than, than Zoe has. If we're going to go that route, the Heat culture route, right? Does Udonis go in the Raptors? He might. Oh, well, yeah, UD is – UD, I might. mean, they should – I mean, there's no doubt. If it comes right. back to Miami for game six, they should just do it then. Yeah. And also, it's also a number that you don't really feel bad about retiring. You know what I'm saying? 40, nobody's 40. <laughs> yeah, it's like – it's one of those numbers where it's like, we'll never really catch any grind. Yeah, we're, we're never going to do 40 like, again, so here, I'll put it up. But no, but – Major free agents, yeah. like, I can't go to Miami. They don't have my number. Right, but but UD, UD absolutely number in the rafters. But think about it. A guy, a guy who has been in a Heat uniform for four years – has already solidified because he's put together like five of the eight greatest postseason oh, performances man. in the history of the franchise. Jimmy Butler is going to have his number retired at some point by the Heat. And think about it. This is a guy who left Chicago, was run out of Minnesota uh, because of this perception. He has a bad attitude. He was left on the side of the road by the Sixers, and he's become a franchise player here with arguably the toughest franchise to be a franchise player of because of the standards, because of all of the, you know, you need to be a certain body fat, and you need to have a certain approach to the sport, to the game, and Jimmy's done nothing but thrive, thrive uh, with this Heat franchise. Jimmy is the the blank best player in Heat history. What number are you putting there? I'm putting second. Jimmy Butler is what number in terms of rank best player in Heat history? 888-760-3776, 760-3776. When we come back, we'll have more Wheel of Topics. Uh, on this wheel, we have Aaron Rodgers. We have the Jets. We have the Packers. We have a bunch of miscellaneous. There's so many topics, so many things to discuss. How do you, how do you organize that? So we're just spinning a wheel, and we're riffing today. It's history here on Ken LaVica Live. He's Pierre Garcon. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Maybe the moment last night that signified just how vastly the Heat was out playing the Bucks. Giannis is just standing in the middle of the floor, fumbling around, trying to call the timeout, not paying attention. Kyle Lowry pokes the ball away, finds Jimmy, and this, this was before the step back deep two, the signature play. Let, let, let me hear Jimmy dunking it, Stone. 
third. They have run off 12 unanswered points. Loose ball. Bam for Jimmy. Nobody home. Miami leads it for the first time tonight. 102 to 101. The Heat's house is a madhouse. Tell me, Reed. Tell him about it, Reed. Valley Sports Sun last night. The Heat come back, score. They outscore the Bucs. Plus 16 in the fourth quarter. And now up three games to one in the eight versus one. Oh, God. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. Stone, uh, what what day is it? What 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 day is it? Maybe we need some help here. Maybe maybe Jimmy. Jimmy can give us some help. What um Jimmy Butler, what what day is it? What day is it? It's Jimmy Butler Day for all you out there. That's right. It's Jimmy Butler Day for That's all you. Right. No doubt, Jimmy. Appreciate you. Love it. Uh, Pierre Garcon hanging yes, out with us. We have plenty of football to get to. Yes, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone the Banner with Friday Night Lights. Uh, Pierre, you think we should spin the wheel of topics again? I do. All right. Let's, uh, let's spin the wheel of topics again. Wheel, wheel of, of topics. topics. All right. Heat Bucks confidence rating. That's the topic. So after game one, Stone, you remember one through five, one through five. What did I give one through five after game one Heat win when they beat the Bucks? You went with a four. I did go with a four. You know what? I'm still going with a four because you can never count out a full strength <laughs> Bucks squad. But you know what? I'm feeling good. That's Three weak. chances to close him out. I'm saying four. That's weak. Four. My confidence is four. Theo, one through five. Where's your confidence right now? My confidence has risen up to a three. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a two. Okay. Now it's a three because I'm a man of I, – I got some will within me. I got a little bit more fire in my heart. You over here going – Sticking with a four. After oh, you a think win I should like go that? up to five? You gotta go up. How no. do you? How do you? Because have a, you have to gain confidence. Come on. <laughs> so you're telling me, Jimmy <laughs> Butler? Don't take his side, <laughs> It's life. Dude. That's how it works. What else does Jimmy Butler have to do to prove to you that you should have more confidence in the Heat? Um, I hope his legs don't fall off. Yes. I mean, he's he's playing damn near 48 minutes and putting up 56 points. Like, I just need to make sure the man's not wheelchair-ridden uh, going into to game five, and then I might push it to a five before tip-off. Yeah, and if the only help around him is Caleb Martin, Ken's not allowed to go to a five. Well, I was going to say, it's not my fault. It's the Heat fault. Now, that said, we've been bagging on everybody else. Duncan Robinson hit some key threes in the first half. Kyle Lowry, he was Key. He's a vet. Last night late. His defense was phenomenal at the perimeter. He was a pest last night. He helped generate offense. So it's not everybody, but the Heat do have a BAM problem. The Heat have a BAM problem. Gabe Vincent was atrocious last night. Bad decisions, turnovers, the entire thing. It was really, really bad. Max Struess. Uh, he might as well not play. Oh, he basically didn't play. Invisible, he yeah. was unplayable last night. But the Heat definitely have a BAM problem because uh, he's got to score. And he, like you said earlier, Theo, like this is not the team to be getting offensive confidence from. Yeah, that's and it's going to be tough as well for BAM if we get to the next 
series because you would have to have you need to go up against a Cavaliers front line that's again huge, lanky, <laughs> or you go up against the Knicks front line uh-huh. that's that's well that said, I, I mean apparently. Mitchell Robinson's not going to kill you offensively. So then yeah. you say, hey, Bam can can match up defensively well against the Knicks, but life would be a hell of a lot easier going up against a Jalen Brunson onslaught if you could get something from Bam on yeah. offense. Wake up. Something. Something. And it's not like this has been his whole career. You get to the postseason, all of a sudden he forgets how to play offense. And that the, the, the Heat definitely have a BAM problem. Pierre, your confidence right now. The Heat are up three games to one on the team that had the best record in the regular season in the NBA. Mighty Giannis and company, the Milwaukee Bucks. All the Heat need to do is win one of the next three. Where's your confidence? One being the least, five being the most. 4.7. 4.7. So he's got more more guts yeah. than than I do. <laughs> he's not quite at a five, but he's making sure that Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast know that I have more cojones than Ken Lavica. <laughs> All right. And I, uh, Pierre, I respect you for that, <laughs> and you're a bigger, stronger man than I. Uh, let's go back to the, uh, the wheel here. Wheel of Topics here on Ken Lavica Live. Spin that wheel. Wheel, wheel of, of Topics. topics. <laughs> All right. The topic is stars ducking media. Stars ducking media. Uh, so Dylan Brooks. Oh, he wait. of the he the of stars. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Stars, wow. Uh, stars what is, is that? in. Stars is in. They make they make money in the NBA. <laughs> okay. okay? All right. All right. Um, Dylan Brooks. Uh, since calling LeBron old after Game Two of their first round playoff series, he has scored 18 points, not per game. But 18 total total points in two games, 7 of 23 from the field, 2 of 13 from beyond the arc. LeBron, meanwhile, has in the first playoff game after being called old and then publicly getting into a spat pregame and shoot around with Dylan Brooks, uh, combined with Anthony Davis to score 56 points in a game three win, and then last night, 20 points, 20 rebounds in a Lakers overtime win over the Grizzlies. This has backfired exponentially against Dylan Brooks, but the man who declared he liked to poke the bear, mm. liked to poke the bear. Well, when the media wants to poke him about poking the bear and the bear woke up and the bear is pissed off, <laughs> um, Dylan Brooks doesn't want to talk. That's back-to-back games now. L's, Pierre, yeah. that this man has decided, I'm not talking with the media. I'm not talking after the game. But it's not just Dylan Brooks. It's also your former MVP, the man who succumbed to the greatness of Jimmy Butler last night, the man who has an injured, well, near butt area as well, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the man who is known for class turned his back on the media last night, didn't meet with them after a tough loss. And to that I say, Dylan Brooks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, there is one one main component in where you're similar. Your games aren't similar. Your success rate not similar. But... Your cowardice is similar. You face the music, you face the heat, you talk with the media after a tough loss. The fact that Giannis stooped to the level of Dylan Brooks last night is pathetic, and it is sad, and there's no reason for it. And Pierre, you as a professional, a former (laughs) professional athlete, uh, you led the entire damned National Football League in receptions in 2013. You weren't a man to duck the media after a tough loss. Nah, um, you know, sometimes there are things that you'd rather not say. So Yeah, <laughs> but, but you that. always stood there and took it. You have to, you know, if you can, uh, you know, appreciate it. You have to stand there in the tough times. But, you know, sometimes you just have to 
avoid the question at all. At right. All you can give a no comment. Yeah. You can say, hey, I'd rather not speak on that, but you can't just duck out. Dylan Brooks, that's cowardice. Uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks, that's a whole nother situation. Yeah, that's, Dylan <laughs> His Brooks is worse Giannis than Giannis. Is His is worse than Giannis. And John Moran, I think, also ducked the media, too. Well, the it, Grizzlies it as a whole are turning yeah. so unlikable. I mean, they're a team full of villains it's now. Been like yeah. like yeah. Be, be professional. Uh, Giannis, very surprised by him, and I hate I have to say it, but he's a coward. Capital C coward. You don't think he was just getting back treatment, Pierre? I mean, come on. You know, treatment oh, is a, a is a good enough reason not to go speak. To oh, him Pierre, here. yeah, it's a playoff can't. game. You're down three to one. You know, you got you got bigger you got bigger things to do instead of go tell him. Don't why can you are. believe how Theo was <laughs> just leading up. Pierre into these excuses right <laughs> no, now? No, I'm understanding Giannis' point of view. Like, you know, he has back problems. You know, he was getting back treatment on the. On the like, court. You know, they, by those the, guys always have to get Jimmy treated. Butler literally had a pain in the ass going into last night. He had a glute injury last night. What did he do? Scored 56, okay? And I think that Giannis could maybe take 10 minutes before treatment to meet with the media and be the star, be the leader, be the face of that franchise. Just for 10 minutes, that's just me. Theo <laughs> pulling the card, being a coward, not surprising. What? The coward card. Pierre. <laughs> Letting Giannis off the hook. Now that's very surprising. I am I am very, very disappointed in Pierre right now. Because Giannis does a lot in the media. It's not like yeah. Dylan Brooks where, you know, but when then, it's all happy times. Well, it's always easier when it's happy times, but he speaks when they lose too. So, Let me put it this way. If I was in on days where I'm in a bad mood, and Stone, you know, that's many. That's <laughs> yes, many. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> lots of bad moods in Ken Levick's life uh, just because that's how I'm constructed. I've got that dog in me. Um, <laughs> if I every day said, oh, things aren't good. I'm not doing the show today. Hey, that's not good for business. That is not good for business. Sorry, Giannis. Be a pro. He I mean, think all but, 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 but if you have vacation days, you take them. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but he didn't have a vacation day. He just made work. He picks and chooses vacation days. Oh, he has he a good a relationship day. with the media, so I don't think he's dodging them. But, you know. It, we did want to hear from him after seeing Jimmy Butler's performance. It took a half day. Am I, am I being too hard on Giannis and Dylan Brooks? How would you best describe Giannis and Dylan Brooks ducking the media? I say it's cowardly. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. How would you describe Giannis and Dylan Brooks ducking the media last night after tough losses? 888-760-3776. You know what else is cowardice? If you sit there with the sniffles, sit there with constant throat pain, sit there with ear issues, and you don't get it checked on. It's because, ah... I don't have the time, and uh, I've just gotten used to it. No, you don't have to live with pain, discomfort. Dr. Neil Goldhaber has you taken care of. He's been doing it for decades. Based out of Boynton Beach, he is the ENT extraordinaire. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. If you have snoring issues, stop being a coward and stop affecting yourself, your health, your family, their sleep. Get your snoring issues handled. Many times there's a structural problem. It's not just how you're made. You don't have that snoring dog in you. You can go ahead and get things fixed up. You can be helped. All it takes is you going to goldhabersinus.com, getting your consultation set up with the man, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Pierre Garcon is here. Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. 
before we uh, we we spin that wheel again, our wheel of topics here on uh, on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, let's go to Twitter. Jeremy wanted to weigh in on Jimmy is the what number best player in Heat history. Jeremy says it's D Wade, Tim Hardaway, then LeBron, Jimmy. LeBron or Jimmy, then Zoe. Interchangeable between LeBron and Jimmy because Jimmy's doing what LeBron did in Cleveland. It's a pretty bad, loaded not, answer there. Not a bad yeah. list. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I, again, I don't I still, claim. I don't claim LeBron. You claim LeBron. That's where the difference, the disconnect is. LeBron the, is the he if, still won those titles in a Miami Heat uniform as the best player. Yeah, if you're not going to claim LeBron, don't claim those rings. Yeah, yeah, take those rings away then. And I'm cool with you not claiming. No, I I just, just have 06. No, all I'm waiting for is a thank you from LeBron. So until you get that thank you, you can't claim the rings. It's like it's almost like That's fine. Uh, no, I can claim them in the name of D Wade. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, I can. I sure can. <laughs> all right. Watch them. So yeah. who won finals MVP those two years Ooh. that D Wade got those rings? Ooh. Well, one was in a lockout season, so eh. <laughs> no. The year after the lockout was when we got our butts kicked by the Mavs. No, the year of the lockout is when they kicked the hell out of the Thunder. That was like a year after. I don't look. look I, I'm not. I don't know. It was the Thunder, ago. and then you beat the Spurs in seven, and then that's when you got your ass kicked after the year after. Either way, LeBron James was the, the best player on all four of those Miami Heat teams. Yeah, we as, had no as shot. organized by Dwayne Wade, player GM. <laughs> You're sick. Love you, D Wade. Come almost- back to the organization, please. Leave the Jazz. Please. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're in agreement we on that. We all agree yeah, on we that. We agree Wade, Wade, come on home. that. D Wade is uh, in that jazz, uh, that jazz ownership suite. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. Um, Stone Labanowitz, this man, this man goes, and when he shows up to Palm Beach Capos games, if they had an ownership suite, this man would be sitting up there. This man is tied in. This man is locked in. This man's going to tell you about the Palm Beach Capos. Yeah. And if they offered me a drink, you guys know what I would, uh, double honey, mm. what I would order. Mm-hmm. Double hennies, but the Palm Beach Capos in all seriousness are Palm Beach County's adult semi-pro football team right in our backyard. All home games are played at Wellington High School, and they're back in action. Coming off of a bye week, Saturday, April 29th, they're back at home versus the Bay Area Reapers. Gates are opening, folks, at 5.30 p.m. and kickoff at 6. Mind you, though, there's only three games left to see the Palm Beach Capos in action, so come join us, myself included. I'll be out there under the ESPN West Palm tent giving out Promo items, giving a bunch of free games. Now, get your tickets, though, at the gate at Wellington High School for only $10. And kids under 12, they get in free. Again, all home games played at Wellington High School. That is the Palm Beach Capos on all social media platforms and palmbeachcapos.com. They're playing the Bay Area Reapers yeah. on the 29th. Yeah. When the Capos hand them that L, they're going to be a bunch of grim reapers. <laughs> That's not bad. Right. That's not bad. Uh, not bad because it's good. <laughs> Make sure they hear that. Capos, I feel you. I see you. Uh, let's hit the. Uh, let, let's go ahead and uh, and hit the wheel again. Let's go ahead and go to the wheel of topics. Wheel, wheel of, of topics. topics. Well, it's landed on stone mistakes. Stone mistakes. Uh, so yesterday, Pierre in. A bit of radio excellence. This is verbal Hall of Fame material. I have never heard this in my life. Theo and I both looked at one another when it happened. Stone pulled off an impossible feat. It's almost like a perfect 10 in the floor routine uh, at the Summer Olympics in gymnastics. Um, It's rare. It's almost Haley's Comet rare. It is the quadruple stutter. 
The quadruple stutter. Stone pulled it off yesterday. Let's hear this bit of radio magic from the one and only Stone Lebanowitz yesterday on Ken Levick Alive. I mean, 100%. I want to speak to the, the, the delusion of NBA players who are just pro <laughs> Let's go ahead and hear that one more time because it sounds like he is uh, dry heaving at one point, uh, possibly on the verge of vomiting, but the rare quadruple stutter for the man oh, who gets man. paid to speak into a microphone, Stone Lebanowitz. I mean, 100%. I want to speak to the, the, the delusion of <laughs> NBA players who are just pro- <laughs> I mean, and the fact that it's that letter, too, with that sound makes it even better. It could have been like a T, and you could have been like T, 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 but it's Let's just hear it one more time, because, again, the emphasis on it is amazing. I mean, 100%. I want to speak to the delusion of NBA players. Oh, man. It's hard to do. It's hard to do, and you pulled it off. Congratulations, my friend. You made radio history on a day of history in sports yesterday, Stone Lebanowitz. By the way, that happened before the Aaron Rodgers trade. That happened before Jimmy Butler, 56. Stone was the man, the the first to make uh, sports history. He set the tone yesterday. We should have known when it happened. When we come back, we continue to spin the wheel of topics in hour number two. Pierre Garçon hanging out with us. Theo Darcy, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3.